0: Good morning, well Wednesday morning, but today is September 20th episode, I want to say 17, because I did note that maybe 18, we're getting close to 20, and when we do get to episode 20, um, it's going to be a celebration, so I do want to note that it's episode 16, 17, one or the other, so welcome.
1: Right, I'll mail you cupcakes, hello to the fans, good morning, good afternoon, good night to where you are, wherever you are that is. Um, The way you came in, if you would have held that for maybe one more second, I was going to come in with a harmony. And as soon as I mustered up the strength to really want to just hit that fever pitch, you stopped. And I I was thinking to myself, maybe this is for the better.
0: Well, that's the type of thing where, like, when we are in person, we would have matched harmonies, and we would have just ah, we would have or, we would have
1: locked eyes, like we were about to get it on and make <laughs> animal noises. And I would have been all in on that
0: harmony. We're about to get it on right now. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, making. Good... I
1: want to get up on the table and make animal noises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all
0: right, next time, episode twenty, maybe we'll sing to start off the episode.
1: We could. We'll rehearse before. Um, for those yeah. of you that didn't get it, it's Teldaga Nights, and with that fact, let's kick it.
0: party we are tonight's entertainment i'm not going to stop the wheel i'm going to break the wheel
1: i have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass
0: I'm all out of bubble. Oh. Mm. Duh. Yeah, like I said, it is September 20th. Um, we are
1: almost October.
0: Yeah. All, all Hallows
1: Eve. Dia, dia de los Muertos or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, that's that's also a holiday. Has uh, Rachel gotten the uh, Halloween decorations or up? Dia, I would assume.
1: Dia de la Muertos. Okay, whatever. Um, say that again. <laughs> say that again now.
0: I just know in English, it's the day of the dead. Yes. Uh, dia, de dia, de yes. Yeah. Okay. dia de los muertos.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dia de los muertos.
1: Yeah. Okay. You said that just so white. Dia de los muertos. Yeah, no, huertos. I'm
0: trying to spell huertos. it out for you. No, I'm yeah, spelling yeah. it out for you. I'm not trying to like put something, because you were, you were confused.
1: Just, you know, we have, we have different viewers from different places. That's all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're a worldwide podcast, my friend. Yes.
1: Thank you. Dan, how are you today? Huh?
0: Good. I was asking if you have Halloween decorations up in your apartment, not decorations, like, you know, aesthetic pumpkins.
1: So I'm happy you asked for all the fans out here. Obviously Rachel is a decor girl and I don't mind being immersed in the holiday season, but we are moving, uh, in four days, we start Mm. our move or five days. So we had to hold off on the decor. She got a couple things from Trader Joe's, a couple little pumpkins that are easily put into a box, but we had to hold off on going all out until we claimed our new throne.
0: Gotcha. That yeah. that that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: That, and that was a strategic choice, right? That's yeah, just extra businesses. packing, you know. Put together, take apart. This isn't a Lego. This is my life. So,
0: <laughs> is that, that easy. Is, is that a pre-planned line? <laughs>
1: no, but it sounded good, didn't it?
0: This isn't a yeah. It sounded like it was from something. I don't know. you kind of pulled that one out.
1: Yeah, it was right here in the brain. Right here in my in my mental. <laughs>
0: um yeah we got some we got some pumpkins some fall festivities are up in my house the oh, air has been cool at night cool in the morning um over here in philadelphia it has been perfect september weather that it's like great. you know it's just the perfect transition to fall it's not rushed it's been september weather it's it, some days are a little warmer than others but it's but that cool morning cool nights perfect transition into fall um with two weeks of nfl down it's i'm feeling good
1: We got – see, here in Denver, we got spoiled with mm, three days straight of 60, 70 degrees, and now we're Mm. back up to 90. So, I mean, that's been – we were at the Broncos home opener, and I was literally glued to my seat. I was afraid if I'd get up, it would just poop. I don't even know. Like, I was just sticky.
0: Oh, like you were sweating.
1: Oh, dude. I was melted to my chair. Literally, we had to go (laughs) – into the concourse, maybe every, you know, long commercial break just to get, just to get some, it was that hot. You know, we were the whole game too.
0: That sounds like a Labor Day college football game down South
1: for a 16, nine win.
0: Dude, that game was brutal.
1: It was, it was your classic. What do we say? It's the classic four o'clock game, right? You get all these one o'clock thrillers and then you just watch this. I wouldn't even call it defensive. I would just say the offenses are so incompetent that nothing gets moved and people are like wow that's stout D no that's just that's just awful is what
0: it, that is. It, it was dude yeah I I was in on that game for a gambling reason so I bet on Cortland Sutton to score the first touchdown mm-hmm. I have him in all right my, in my fantasy corner. leagues right on my corner I have him and Russ in a league anyway he scores the first touchdown and it gets called back he was out of bounds and then there was not another touchdown for three quarters. So I was watching the game, just praying that it was going to be Sutton. So I had my eyes on that game too long. And I want to say that Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett is a fool.
1: Nathaniel. Well, two things. One, Rachel just text the bachelors on for all of you bachelor girls or guys we're guys. And we're not sexist. And she just said, you're missing a lot. And she's pounding on the wall. So something's going on. But anyways, to your point, the worst part is, at least from my point of view, is they score the touchdown. The whole celebration happens. The fireworks. They run the Bronco out on the field. They never even said the play was under review. Oh, They just were lined up to kick the field goal for probably six or seven minutes. No joke, real time. Six or seven minutes waiting in agony. And then he just comes out to the middle of the field and says, "It's it didn't happen. Yeah. Second down. And then they just didn't. They threw the same fade again.
0: Right back to was, him.
1: Oh my God. Um. Well, hack you know it. what? I, I think the positive we hack it, Bill's OC with Tyrod Taylor, horrible. Um, <laughs> I think the positives we take from this is our two football teams are stomp are just, you know what, they're pumping. They're deep impacting other teams. Ignore Weaver, they're deep impacting. And at, watching every other game is like child's play. It it honestly gives me anxiety watching other offenses try to conduct their maestro because they're yeah. such dog shit.
0: No, well the Bills are performing at such a high level. Like I uh I don't know what team, but like, you know, when your team is so good when they have a third and five, third and seven, third and eight, third and two, third and 11, you just always know they're going to get it. Automatically. You're just like so confident. And then you have other teams when it's like third and three, your stomach drops. "Please, Please, 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 someone be open. Dude, the Bills right now and the Eagles last night, it was just, just, you're so confident in your team. I mean, the Eagles' second half was different, but I mean,
1: they wanted a conservative mode. I get that. Yeah, they we they got up. They got up twenty-four to seven and then just immediately pumped the brakes, probably halfway through the third quarter, which I mean is fine, right? You don't want to yeah. overdo it. They could have ran it up if they wanted to.
0: But dominating both sides, Bills and Eagles, mm. and that's fun. That's fun football. It's 69, a, not fun.
1: It's a nice chef's kiss when your team covers a ten point spread and you bet on it. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a chef's kiss where it actually works out. I mean, Titans score first drive, and I'm thinking, here we go again. <laughs> Bills Titans on Monday Night Football three years in a row back yeah. and forth horse shit. and I mean they just stuck it to them won OMP fantasy league because of that and I'm getting I've had five people reach out for a trade today so I mean business is bracking and old yeah point.
0: yeah 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 that's business hey, is booming I I was I was weary of the Titans because I knew of the Bills Titans just mm. the mishaps when they scored that first touch and I was like <laughs> please mm. now. Right? Please, no. Brand new
1: segment. Give me two winners of the week, two losers of the week right now.
0: Okay. Loser of the week first, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Both. I hate his I hate his name. I hate everything. He's the most indecisive human ever. It's like embarrassing.
1: He looks like that head coach that you're afraid gets hired because he's too afraid to talk to the star players. Yeah. And it makes me think that he is just too afraid to really gauge Russell Wilson on what he wants to do and how to do it. You know what I mean? Like he kind of inadvertently avoids Russell just yeah. because he wants to be like I'm the man. I'm the man. Like he's star player. I don't need input. I'm I'm the man.
0: He's got he's I think he's got plenty of issues it seems like. Oh my um, goodness. And then my second loser of the week, another coach I guess, uh Kevin Stefanski. Mm. Um he brought, I feel bad, he brought his kids down to the field. <sighs> they were going to go celebrate on Brownie the Elf. All four of his kids, or like three of them, were behind him. And then that onside kick goes past Cooper. Joe Flacco does his thing in the Jets win that game.
1: I have now been referring to that midfield elf as the rape elf. No, oh, jeez. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean we're ta- if we're talking gambling, yup. We're talking to Sean Watson, yup. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> like, I just see it and I'm like, it's, it's the diddling elf. That's what, that's what it looks like. He's like, Oh, I'm going to tickle your (laughs) ball. You know, it's just, I'm not, I, I I don't, I don't deal with that guy anymore. Yeah,
0: It's probably a bad omen for them, especially after this loss. I couldn't imagine. I could imagine them scrubbing Brownie the elf pretty soon.
1: Like they, they put it to a fan vote, which I thought was pretty cool. What do you want? They gave some good options and they, they went for like, what is scary about that thing at midfield other than the way it looks and tickles your balls. What is scary about that elf?
0: Yeah, like I guess it's, it's up for interpretation, right?
1: Right, I mean, right. I mean, you can see that and be like, "I'm terrified." You know, I would never <laughs> yeah. want to play there.
0: Yeah, you know, that's whatever. pure art. It's up to the uh, the viewer to decide how they beauty's about in the it. eye of
1: the beholder. As many right. well versed before us have said.
0: All right, you can give me your two lo- two of two of your losers or two of your winners. We can go alternate, right. or we can go. You right. Know. right, I'll
1: do my losers first as well. Uh, first loser, Baltimore Ravens secondary. Um, they got. I'm trying to think of a great. They got bent over a barrel and showed the 50 states. I mean, that second half was just. That was her for somebody that hammered Ravens God. minus three and a half. I'm sitting there. They're up 28. Lock. They're up 21. Done. lock. It was up over. 14, with it seven was seven minutes left or 10 minutes left. Still a lock. They're up seven. Fine. They have the ball. That was just. Oh, that was. I mean, that was killer. Yeah.
0: That game was supposed to be over, and I counted it out because I had that in the parlay when you talked about it. I mean, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle both had, like, 170 yards. Like, mm. they each were right around, which is just insane. Mm. Yes, that game was a uh, – I mean, now people love Tua, which is, like, crazy. How, just, how, no,
1: how,
0: how fast – I know you hate him. but well, let's uh, see how he
1: does against the Bills next week. I respect him a little more after that. Tyreek changed the offense more than I thought. I agree.
0: Before. No, th- I, I think – the uh, Dolphins look fine, but like people are like Tua had, like his whole moment on Twitter this week, like his MVP odds shot up. It's like they were in a fucking shootout.
1: Let's Lamar relax, Jackson dude. also
0: had a crazy game too. Like you know, like Rashad Bateman had on. Like, you know what I mean? Like let's step yeah. back. Like
1: uh, agreed. Uh, three of his touchdowns were a twenty-yard dump off that were broken absolutely to the house or it, broken it, coverage.
0: It was, it was more that pissed me off it was all about Tua and less about the Dolphins. And like, yeah. maybe the Dolphins are a well-put-together team now, but it's not like was MVP. It was just mm. pissing me off. Um, mm. So yeah, yep. fair. What's your other one? Um,
1: other big loser goes out. This is heartfelt. All the injuries, all the men that went down on the field of battle this week. Seemed like there was a lot. Bills had a couple scares last night. Four starters. Poor Trey Lance. Oh. A couple of guys got pretty banged up this week. My heart goes out to you all.
0: So honorable, so you're such I, a good man.
1: I gotta put it out there. I gotta put it out
0: there. Yeah, I I that Bills neck injury. I saw he's okay today. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing all good, which is good yeah. to see because that was scary
1: for sure. For sure, that was that was a bend back. That, that one, was like no a,
0: ooh, you know what for I mean? Sure. Oh yeah. And the, that's one of those ones they show the replay. They see what happens, and that is scrapped.
1: Oh yeah, dude, and it was an ambulance immediately on the field.
0: Two yeah, minutes. yeah. Yeah. All right. Good man. Good man. All right. To winners. On that note. um, Who was a winner this week? All right. I mean, biased, but Jalen Hurts. Yeah. um, Jalen yeah. Hurts last year. Eagles did make the playoffs. They snuck in there. Didn't belong there. But Jalen Hurts throughout the year was just a little. He was fine. He was just missing. Throws a little inconsistent, a little inaccurate. Uh, last week, and especially against the Vikings, I mean, he looked. He looked strong as fuck. I mean, he ran a few people over. He looked mm. fast. Mm. He looked extremely accurate. Mm. And he looked smart. He was, like, mm. throwing on the run. He had he some great balls. He threw a great deep ball. Mm. And then he ran a few people over his legs. Dude, he's powerful. Mm. He's thick. He's strong. Mm. And he looks like he's got this Eagles team, him and Nick Sirianni. Mm. They look like a well-developed team. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: Good. That's all you need to say. Phenomenal. Um, my other winner, nothing's coming to the top of my head. Um mm. you know, I would say the Dolphins coach, but I forget his name.
1: Mike McDaniel.
0: Mike McDaniels. Yeah, I'll give him the winner of the scientist. week. One scientist. Yeah, he he's an evil scientist. He had he had some badass shades on this week. Yes, he did. They looked clean. He looked like yes, some Miami did. Vice Boss. And when you pull yes. those and he had a big gold watch on. I mean, he he was rocking some jewelry.
1: He was blinging. That boy was dripping to the nines. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you know he's such a nerd, but he pulled off that look and then pulled off that comeback. And their offense looks like it's it's just an evil mastermind. And wow. uh, yeah, big win for him. Big two and zero for the Dolphins. Uh, big matchup next week against the Bills. So, Mike McDaniel's will be my uh, second winner of the week. Three coaches yes. for me in this. Round.
1: Like that. <laughs> um. First winner of the week. I want to go with the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell, you get those nipples, perk boy, because that team is a powerhouse. Probably not, but I respect their two and zero. They look great. One and one. One and so, one. Yeah, right. They lost to the Birds. Still, offense was flying. Yeah, a lot. I mean, shit. I think it took them six games last year to eclipse fifty points. And they did it in two weeks. So, respect to them. Absolutely. Hmm. Other oh, big winner, same as you. Go Bills. Right. First time I'm doing this year. <laughs> just that's all I got to say. They look great. Offense looks great. Defense looks great. I'm I'm jacked. I'm jacked to the tits.
0: It's a great time like to be a Bills fan. Totally, it's great...
1: totally. Wish I was home.
0: Yeah, it's a great time to be. You you guys earned it. All right, that was yeah. fun. That was good. This is a good bit. Burping up a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's all right. Get that diet coke in your system, boy. No, That's no, a...
0: no, no bubbles, no bubbles tonight. No caffeine. No, look right. Nah, Trizo tacos for dinner. They were. Oh.
1: <laughs> See you on the morning. Prayers out to that bowl.
0: Yeah. Oh. Actually, yeah, that was more of a yeah. yesterday. The bowl yeah. was a yesterday thing. Yeah, it was like a three timer, maybe four.
1: For sure, for
0: sure. It needed to happen. I feel good though. I'm light on my brilliant. feet now, feeling fresh. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. I I wish I had a British. Only reason I wish I was British just to be like brilliant. brilliant. Just to everything. Oh, brilliant.
1: brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely. I've been replying to a lot of my client emails saying brilliant. I think it just sounds great. I'll be like. Hey, you know, is this time work for you or whatever? Is this good? Can we get this happy hour? And they're like, yeah, I go, brilliant. I'll send the invite or brilliant. See you there. You know,
0: I I feel (laughs) like I, I feel like I was telling you about that woman I worked with and she was saying brilliant to everything. And I was like, I fucking love it. Was she British? No, no. It was just like, uh, do you know where this is? And I was like, yeah, she's like, brilliant. It was, Ugh. like, awesome. It was just yeah. for the most basic things. It was, like, basically okay. It was, like, uh, can you do this for me? I was, like, yeah. She's, like, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant.
1: It, it just it raises your day. You know yeah. what I mean? You just, that extra slap on the ass to say, let's tackle. Let's tackle it.
0: Um. Yeah. So, do you have anything before we get into uh, TV and movie today? <gasps>
1: Last thing I got, uh, last time we podcast was before I went to LA. I went to LA for the Bills. Oh, was, yeah. How was, was that? Uh, SoFi was literally El Chapo's compound that you like <laughs> you dream of it before you see it. it was just a little slum shack. Like, that's it, was a space station. I mean, it took me 30 minutes to get to my seat, but overwhelming Bills fans. I was the most hated man in section 456. Were you the annoying? Stadium, oh, yeah, there was a lot of Bills fans, though. So I got okay. off it and I was pretty wasted. Rachel thought I was going to fall asleep. She's crazy. Um, um for all of you that are planning to go to SoFi, it is not air conditioned so if you get there in the summer months you are going to sweat let that be known ozzy osborne played for seven minutes it was not an extended halftime show he came out they wheeled out the stage he did a song and a half and left i don't i don't know what happened
0: um it's better than nothing for
1: sure bill's thunder pumped of course and it was great uh oj saw oj simpson's house it was a block away from the airbnb one block away literally Rachel's mom tracked her location a little scary but respect she goes oh my god you're a block away from the OJ Simpson house and I was just (laughs) I was walking there it was me Rachel Rachel's brother and his girlfriend and I walk up to it and I I stand right in front of the house and go (sighs) so this is where Nicole got knifed (laughs) and it was I mean I, I made myself laugh but it was pretty fucked up and oh, then the whole way back, I was like, wow, I can't believe the knifing happened right there. I feel like I could feel it. And I was like, what if they did like immersive house tours where you went in and like, where's OJ? But that's beyond the point. Um, walked Hollywood Boulevard, took a picture with a shit ton of stars, put my hands and Harrison Ford's uh, cut out. And then I got asked to interview by this girl named Glozell. I said, no, there was a lot going on and I was sweating and her PR assistant or whatever the fuck it was, just saw that I was making a fool of myself on the strip and just kept going, are you sure? She has almost a million TikTok followers and has a big presence on YouTube. I'm like, no, nah, that's all right. She's like, she'll tag your channel. And I'm like, no, nah, it's all right. It's all right. So that's a regret, but that's all I got.
0: Uh, First of all, I, I want you to, um, after this, if you save those on Snapchat, send those my way.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, for
0: sure. the hands yeah. and especially the, the knifing, this is where he knifed Ron. The dude, this is where he knifed Ron and Nicole dude, the way you fucking said it. I just it's, it's dude, it's the best. Me and Lily watched it a thousand times. It's amazing. You have well I'm gonna play it. If I clip this, I'm gonna play it. Dude, you're you're recording the house covered in shrubbery. You're like this is where OG <laughs> This is where OJ knifed Ron and Nicole. This is exactly where he knifed up. That's the house right there covered in shrubbery. This is where he knifed up. Dude, the way you said it was so, it was fucking gold. You can't see the house for shit. Sure. It's a wall and flowers yeah. and maybe a, a little bit of a window. This is where he knifed
1: up. Trust me, the second I said it, I go, I like the way this rolls off my tongue. I don't, not slash, not stab, not murder. I go, this is where he knifed up. <laughs>
0: And you were having, that was the Uh, best, dude. That was the best Snapchat stories of your life. Oh oh my God. God. It was a Uh, collection. It was a collection.
1: And I kept going to this the city of angels. (laughs) Kept going the whole time. Every Uber, everything. Oh my God. So this is the city of angels, huh? This is it. This is where dreams are made.
0: You almost had too much fun.
1: Last thing, the second I got off the plane, I screamed at 10 p.m. Hopped off the plane at LAX and everybody was staring at me. I'm talking Granny in the wheelchair. I'm talking Betsy, the flight attendant. Like, I got looks. I got Uh, looks.
0: Dude, you're a problem. (laughs) Yeah, like everyone, no one wants to hear that shit when you get off an airplane, especially Denver to LA. It's like probably a relatively common flight for people, you know? So okay Mm -hmm. um hunter had a great la trip i'm glad we got to talk about it Um, yes but for the rest of the episode we are going to do house of dragon episode five
1: little four little four as well
0: just because hunter has pre-planned jokes about it and then we're going to go into ex machina on hbo max Mm, yes streaming now um which we watched it's a 2014 film so you can watch it before you know, if you want to listen to us, review it, watch it, blah, blah, blah. We're going to do House of Dragon first for all of our hot D fans. Mm. Okay. Um, do Let's do your episode four, what you have to say about episode four first.
1: Well, first off, I thought episode four was a great character piece. Second off, I thought I was watching pornography. It was. It okay, was. I'm just going to – I'm gonna, It was. I got a text from an unknown, unnamed source, a friend was. of the podcast, who goes, I actually felt like I was sinning watching this episode because I kind of liked it. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying I liked it, but I am saying it felt that way. But we got a great character piece. We saw what was going on. I'm not gonna lie, it starts off is getting courted. I would probably cut off my leg just to be in that line, right? I was thinking if I was a little old.
0: What I would have said, like yeah, well, i get to
1: the front of the line after that little kid goes which is great little kid goes up and yeah just stabs him. that guy which was oh he's like oh the little lord's trying to get wet and and the the young kid was like i'm like i'm the lord of the, the western house i am you know respected and then he just stabs him like right through the chest which
0: yeah was, which okay. was
1: hilarious yeah um but what did i just say i was gonna say
0: oh if you were in that line Renera's line. Oh,
1: right. If I was in front of line, I'm like, listen, all these other Lords are trying to court. I'd be like, Hey, what's up Renera? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Hunter and I'm Lord of the Stormlands. Not yet. You know, I'm a smaller house or whatever. Like, I just think you're a cool chick. All right. I've heard, I've heard some good stuff. Like, I mean, I'm not here to try to swing anything. You know, I'm not the richest, I'm not the strongest, but I mean, shit, you know, I'll show you a good time. We'll have some fun. We'll, we'll go party Whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, dude. I got super casual. That's what she's looking for. Just casual. Right. Everyone's like, Oh, Princess Sonata. I would have been like, yo, Riri, CH man. I just took like a seven day boat here, killed a goat, watch it watch a homeless man like stab somebody to death. Um, would love yeah. to live in the Red Key. I'm not gonna lie, like that would be great. And just see where it took off from there,
0: right? Yeah. I would I think that would work. And then you end it with like a cheers, like say, like, I love karaoke.
1: Yeah.
0: Do an air quotes, you know.
1: Right. Um, and then you know, I think this episode really shows you Otto's a snake, right? I mean, his little spy outside of the brothel didn't even see him get it on. He was just out there and was like, oh, they were fornicating, which they right. didn't actually kind of do. They kind of did, but they kind of didn't. And, right. I'm, you know, you just sit there and you're like, yeah, you know, Otto's, Otto's really making the goal line push fourth and one to get his grandson onto the Iron Throne. And as a viewer, as a Game of Thrones viewer, I'm screaming at the TV, like, he's lying, that piece of shit. And Viserys was like, you're gone. You know, like he, he responded to that. To my yelling at the TV and I was, I was very happy about that.
0: Absolutely. I, uh, very happy. It, the episode was smart. It was pure <laughs> smart.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was a porno, right? That yeah. you could have, you could have recorded like 20 minutes and thrown it on OnlyFans, fans and there would be subscribers for those that don't have HBO max.
0: Yeah. It was the ultimate HBO thing. It was like, did it need to be a minute, and 30 seconds? Like we understood the point a long time ago,
1: a long time ago.
0: Um, it was just one of those moments where like you kind of look around you are like no one else is here this is fine but like if you know I put this on an airplane I would be fucked
1: Yeah for watching with my mom I'm I'm going to the bathroom and you know, I'm rewatching <laughs> in my room you know it but what did make me feel better is the episode was directed by a woman Correct. so I know that this wasn't this wasn't done by the male corporate pigs that wanted to get <laughs> some smut on cuz sex sells Right. And I'm glad that at least the females are picking up on the sex cells, you know? So, yeah. Let it happen.
0: It's a big part of, like, uh, just these shows, Game of Thrones and House of Dragons in general, especially HBO, like, they know what they're doing.
1: Did but, you see that article or whatever that two extras were stuck in the 69 position for an hour?
0: You know, Millie Alcock said that. She was like... Millie was, Alcock said She goes, that, it was yeah. pretty gnarly. She was like, they basically were sitting there for hours. Like,
1: like fucking... I, they both have to have pink eye, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, there has to be some sort of safety precaution. Well,
1: there's, probably, there's probably a sock on the wang, but I mean, that butt is dripping. <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus, dude, stop, stop.
1: <laughs> I'm just stop. saying. I'm, I'm saying someone's got to have pink eye. Someone's got to have pink eye. Like, imagine That's... just being I mean, shit. Just imagine, like, right? You're looking for your big break. You want to be an extra in *Hustle Dragons*, dude? Yes, absolutely. On my heart and soul, you sign up. You sign the waiver. Okay, you get there. Oh, partial nudity. You're like, I'll show some cheek. You know, I'll show some cheek, whatever. That's what they need. They're like, all right, let's just, uh, let's get you down. Let's get Sarah. Come here, Sarah. If you just want to get on top of that guy over there and <laughs> let's just shoot. Let's just shoot. And you have like an actor meltdown or like, ah, I did it wrong. Like Edward Norton, right? Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. Can, can we rego? Can we rego? <laughs> right. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh man, like I should not have ate Chipotle. Like, <laughs> like I thought it was going to be a long day, right? The girl, she's here is like... I'm like, oh, oh dude, no. stop.
0: Not that stomach sound, like the gurgling. So,
1: she's like, yo, Hunter, are you all right? I'm like, Sarah, it's fine. Trust me. I just got a little Crohn's disease. Don't worry about it. It's under control.
0: Oh, right, right. You'd be If you ate Chipotle, you'd been fucked under Right, there. so now
1: I know. If I'm ever going to be an extra, I'm just going to go soup diet for like three days. Yeah. Place. Just in case, right? Just in case.
0: Yeah, maybe like a Doritos on set or something, but nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> that was just... The butt was dripping, dude. I don't. I can't get that on my head. The fact that <laughs> you said that—that's <laughs> where he knifed, knifed Ron. <laughs> That's where he knifed Nicole. Oh. Um, yeah, but that episode. On a more serious note, not whatever. Um, it was just like basically it was it was the loss of innocence for Rhaenyra, right? Like yeah. All three episodes coming into this, she was little, she was young. We rooted for. I mean, we didn't stop rooting for, her, but like, this is like. I'm growing up. I lost my innocence. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to do stupid things because I can. It was like that teenage, it was that full rebellion. For sure. Um, right? And we, gets, innocence was gone.
1: Gets coerced by Damon, falls for his trap, leaves her high and dry, goes and coerces Sir Kristen Cole, right? Like yeah. an immediate turnaround. She's like, uh-uh, this is not how my night's going to end. Like someone's getting someone's getting dicked down, right? Yeah. And she's like, Sir Kristen Cole, take off. Take off that 160 pounds of whopping military-grade armor. And let's see <laughs> that. Let's see that what's going on down there. You know what I mean? Like, immediate flip-flop. And then well, you've got to talk to Allison. How well, dare she lies. you? She lies. How dare you? Well, granted, she did say, right, here's where I'm taking sides. She was like, you banged Damon? I know. I know. Technically, she didn't. Right. But she was deflowered by... A very handsome
0: man, and and that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, she's telling the truth, but not at all. Right? It's like clearly that's her was her best friend, and we just got to see them start to rekindle their relationship that episode, which yes. sucks because you want them to be friends so bad, and we all know they're not going to be friends. We all know it, right? And especially after episode five, that's evidently clear. Um, but we wanted them to be friends, and then that was like her chance to do it, and she didn't, and she lied to her, kind of. Mm. Um, And it sucks for Alicent because th- they've done a really good job in the show of like showing like parallels and differences, like intercutting things. Like first episode, they're intercutting childbirth yeah. with the uh, fighting. This one, they're intercutting Alicent having sex with uh, King Viserys. With,
1: who looks like he's dying already. He is, I mean, that is. boy had welts. <laughs> it
0: was, it's disgusting. And it's like we're seeing her being locked away, having kids, not getting to live this rebellious life. Yeah. And, and she's inherently... Uh, jealous of Rhaenyra, who does does get to get do these stupid things, if, but and yet Rhaenyra bitches about it, right? Yeah. So it's like she's like, oh Rhaenyra, you're so lucky you're to have all these lords coming and bowing at your feet, and she's like, and she's it's like, not I don't give
1: that, a fuck. It's not it's that not, great. It's not and, for me.
0: And Allison got forced her hand by her dad, and she has to live this poli- all this fucking politicking, and she has to live this like politics life stuck away. So yeah, you know they did a really good job of showing this parallels.
1: Totally, and I totally DM'd her again. <laughs> really? Yeah, I had to. Right, one more, one more. Right?
0: Are we gonna read it? You want me to? <laughs> I think we have to.
1: Alright, gather around, children. <laughs> story time. Yeah, you put your book away.
0: Yeah, book. bring up the candles, Len. Yeah. Alright,
1: here we go. September twelfth, eight oh nine p.m. timestamp. So the next morning, right? I got to think on it for a little bit. Um, hey, just wanted to shoot my shot again. I'm sure you've been really busy doing the whole quotations overnight international superstar thing. <laughs> But the offer still stands! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! We can go to a Bills game too if you have any interest in American football. Just an idea. No worries if not. Well, okay then. Take care, and until next time, with a little his face.
0: <laughs> Look, uh, I like how you always end it with an emoji. Just just in case she's into that, you know. I'm
1: casual. All right, I'm not. You know, you gotta throw. In, it's hard to do whatever. Tech, like call her. I'd explain like this. Yeah. But, you know, you you don't know what you're reading. You know, I could be I could be the Browns' elf. You know, you don't. <laughs>
0: first of all you're not brownie the elf can um, we get
1: that clipped at some point can we put the elf on the screen when we're talking about talking yeah. about in the beginning can, of the episode can we throw that out there
0: i can throw brownie the elf up there
1: awesome that's cool
0: um i think you should continue well, not the,
1: not you it would be our it would be our um
0: our assistant
1: our assistant that's paid for patreon no refunds no donations sorry grandma PayPal, offshore bank accounts, wire transfers, demos. That's, yes. That's, that's Didn't we have a full goes.
0: episode, one of these episodes where we just talked about wire transfers for like 15 minutes? Um. On that note, I really have to pee, so I'll pause it and we'll, we'll fix that. Shh.
1: Did you see what just happened? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to fix this as well.
0: And I'll go pee. Cool. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pause it. All right. We are back, both back from our breaks. Um, My background's fucked. That's going yeah. to have
1: to get Andy in here to fix that. Yeah, fucking
0: Andy. Is that our new assistant? Is that your maintenance guy?
1: Also, Ken can confirm, confirm Rachel to get cheated on. Pucked okay. Out there, filled my water. They got engaged. Yeah. In in between the filming of this episode, from the last couple months, he cheated on her.
0: Yeah, so I was trying to say that's that's crazy. That's I feel bad for her. Pretty wild. That's brutal. Pretty
1: wild. Sorry, um, Rach. Best bartender ever.
0: Yeah. All right, where we were. Um, hunters. the Millie, Alcock. Um, and what all I was saying is you should. Probably keep DMing her. Keep trying. Okay. I, I like your angles. Um, Maybe get off the Buffalo angle. Maybe, uh, but I like that. Maybe say we'll you'll go, go to the her. Rocky
1: Mountains.
0: Or you can even go to her.
1: I'll come to Australia.
0: <laughs> I'll come to
1: Sydney Opera House. Oh, right. 16. Oh, Oi, Millie.
0: <laughs> Do you talk like
1: that? Right. Yeah, right. She's like, please. I'm like, I'm sorry.
0: Talk about your passion project.
1: My, piece, my that's south african though my piece oh, right. project.
0: Yeah, right. yeah all right um that's about it for episode four basically a loss of innocence for young reneira lies uh lies sex scandals all of it um and then sounds like gets, the
1: opening t- like opening thing of a movie trailer like sex lies <laughs> scandal the great gatsby you know
0: it's what I mean? it, it's what it was it's just it's funny um so we go into episode five, leaving off with Rhaenyra looking at the moon tea in episode four, the plan T, the plan B, whatever. Um, so we come into episode five, and it's the basically, most of it is the royal wedding for uh Rhaenyra is being sent off to wed Sir Lenor. Basically, at the end of last episode is a punishment. He was like, mm-hmm. You're you're marrying her. Viserys has to clean up his shit. He needs to get Westeros back in control. He needs to get his family back in control. And that's to pair up with the most powerful family that he kind of disregarded um, mm-hmm. by choosing Allison. So mm-hmm. we get into the episode. Uh, basically the star of the episode is Sir Kristen Cole. So um, shall we shall we chat about what happened to our poor guy?
1: Mm. Yeah. Sorry. It's
0: um, all right.
1: No, no. Well, Sir Kristen Cole opens up after they see Lord Collis. because she's like, I came, we came to an agreement. You know what I mean? On the boat sailing back to Westeros. Yes. Um, right. Real quick, just to backpedal.
0: Go ahead. Do your thing. Sorry. You know,
1: stickler episodes fresh in my mind. Um, uh, Lord Colas and the queen that never was, you know, they asked some really good questions like, Oh, we'd love, you know, to have our son be the king regent or whatever. But they, you know, they asked the questions of like, are we going to lose the name? Like does it end. Like, is that like, we're selling our son and like, their kids are going to be Targaryen, even though it's not the patriarch. You know what I mean? Right. And I like Viserys' response because it's kind of how, like, the old kings of England used to do it. You know, you could be born, you know, Mary of Scots, and then, like, you're, you know, then you're Queen Elizabeth. You know what I fucking mean? Like, that's how they used to do it. They used to, once you become part of the throne, you take that certain last name, which, you know, that's a nice little middle ground. They agree. They strike a deal. Turns out our boy um what's the what's the master's name again? Give me a second here what's the the valerian yeah or yeah, but what's his son's name Lanor Lanor right we find out late Lanor is a homosexual right which you know of of course in Game of Thrones, it's very frowned upon to be to be performing in bestiality mm-hmm. so you know, Renera's like, hey, I get it. You know, you like goose. I like chicken. Like, let's just keep eating goose and chicken, you know? And they come to that agreement. Right. We see Leonor with his little love twist. And then to your point, we get on the boat. Kristen Cole, which I was praying, I was like, just don't be simpy. You know, you're, you got one of the best regard positions for a male, a knight in the seven, in the seven kingdoms. And you're banging the hot princess. So it's like, you know what? You're kind of winning at life right now. And he went a little bit full simpish, which I respect. Points like, let's run away yeah well, the second she says no i was kind of hoping to be like you're right like i'll still be your loyal servant like i'll kill for right you. i'll bang you but he kind of went the other route of who i am jealous and now i've made a mistake and and ripped through my oath and yeah. my white cloth or whatever
0: white cloth so
1: you, you kind of feel for him right uh, more or less it's like you're in this pretty awesome spot but you're also kind of fucked because you kind of fell in love
0: well yeah, I see it a little differently. Uh, just I mostly see Sir Christine, He feels extremely guilty about what he did because he totally. broke his. Chastity. What he's doing?
1: What he's doing? I
0: I don't know. I I don't know.
1: I if... I'd, I'd assume it's been more than once. Just kind of the way they talk about it, like, "Oh, you have a flame." Like you got it. You think it was just that one time? I, and you I don't think know. He's just been brewing on it for like years or weeks.
0: I don't think it's been that long since the episodes, really. I really don't think they've been a huge I don't think there's a huge jump between four and five. It doesn't okay. exa- it doesn't exactly matter if it's multiple times or not. Well I asked be
1: because the Allison's not pregnant anymore. did she have her second babe on the way?
0: No, she she wasn't pregnant last episode. Oh okay. she's pregnant in three. Um okay. so besides the point. I just feel that Sir Kristen feels guilty about what he did. And he like can't live with it, like he he is a king's guard, and he broke the mm. rules and Now it's like you know when you fuck up so bad, someone compared it I think all shift x compared it to like a dog, like a dog ruins the house and can't make eye contact it's like or you fuck up so bad, like you just you mm. got that feeling in your stomach everywhere you go, you're just thinking about it. you think everyone knows, and it's like I think that's how Sir Christine feels to me. And he's like, the last way I can save it is that if I do run away with her right. and get away from all of this, that's the last way I can make up for it. Because like, how can he be your sworn protector? And he like, you know, those men are so honorable and they hold themselves to such a high thing. And he broke his chastity or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. What is that called. your take?
1: Is that an original Danny the Wine Man take?
0: Um, I don't know if it's fully. All might have. I think all shift might have talked about a little bit how he felt guilty because he, well, he. I like
1: it. I I I would. I think I'm putting my eggs in that basket now. I think that makes sense. I, I think
0: it me. just it it feels a little right. And and what I do, what made me sad, which made me uh, feel bad for Kristen mostly, is because Rhaenyra two episodes ago, you know, three years ago, whatever it is, she would have totally ran away, and she did want to run away. And if you watched the first episode, she talks about i don't want to do any of this i want to ride my dragon and go travel the world and she wanted that but she got a little taste of power she sits at the table in the small council meeting now she's in the politics her father has put this huge burden on her with the dagger and saving the targaryen has to save the world from the white walkers Mm -hmm. and she can't run away anymore and Mm -hmm. i knew she would have wanted to and like i said that loss of innocence like their childhood's kind of gone and that right. was that moment when she said no, was a clear indication that uh, she's in it, she's uh, she's in it.
1: I like that. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with it.
0: Okay, with so it. carrying on with, with Sir, I mean, we can kind of it's already 40 minutes, but Sir Kristen, we get to the wedding. Um, and I know you had a nitpick of him not wearing his helmet. Uh,
1: it just threw me off. It's like they're so obvious, it was too obvious, like they're. Why is he the one without his helmet off? Like when yeah. have we ever seen in game of Thrones, a Kings guard, not have his helmet on for more than like 10 seconds of Barrison and when he's talking to somebody like right. you keep the helmet on, you know, right. it's not like he's the most senior Kings guard. Nobody, like he doesn't get those perks and they would just keep showing like camera pants to him with the helmet off sitting next to a guy in the Kings guard with his helmet on. Yes. And that would just, that bothered me a little bit, but I mean, shit, it's Game of Thrones. We love weddings, don't we? Right. You know, very bittersweet, man. They are, name one wedding that went right. I mean, Jesus, it is juicy.
0: I mean, we knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I mean, obviously we didn't expect this because we met a new character. I uh, didn't
1: know what the fight was going to be either. Just based off the promos, I thought like they were going to try. There was like an assassination.
0: Same. I thought someone like snuck in, like someone wanted the queen. Um yeah, so with the helmet thing, I wanted to just like I know in the original Game of Thrones they tended not to wear helmets for this exact reason so we could see faces and recognize characters. because mm-hmm. um, I've recognized that or someone said that when Damon was wearing that sick helmet in the uh in the tournament, and it was like, Why did no one in Game of Thrones have cool helmets? Well right. they tried to show faces, but this one was a little obvious. Um but with the fight, so Sir Leonor's lover, um, Joffrey something. Yeah. Uh, he, like, gets in Kristen's ear and is like, I know your secret. You know mine. Can't Don't... do that. Yeah. Like he, he, that's he over...
1: what he do. you overstepped big time.
0: Big time. Um, And that, like, you know, he, clearly Kristen was anxious and already on edge. And then a little bit of jealousy, too. Like, he just couldn't stand to see Renira like, doing this. Um, Joffrey
1: lone mouth. Lone yeah,
0: mouth. Lone Mouth something. Yeah, Joffrey. Uh, so, basically... That he beats him to death and like mashes his face. Dude,
1: and they really show that too. I mean, his face is opened up like a like by a potato masher. I
0: did not like I mean, it. This dude I took a shotgun
1: to the mouth, you know what I'm exactly, saying? Like, oh,
0: exactly, exactly. It was like shit. exploded out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like Sir Kristen Cole had his way with that young man's face.
0: Yeah. Um, I do wanna say the wedding was done. Beautifully. I loved every moment of it. The new music Raman Duandli did Elements. some of the, some of the sounds. Usual. Some of the sounds in that were amazing. We had all those entrances. We had the Allison entrance. Yeah. Wearing all green, clearly a declaration of war. Yeah. Um, but when that fight was happening, it's just we have no clue what's happening. It's like a strum, right? And then um what's his name? Uh Lionel Strong's son, Sir Harwin Strong goes in there, picks up Renier, takes her out. And then it's like and it just stops. And just just hammering his face. So, I mean, that was the main. That was the main moment of the episode. Um, yeah, for uh, sure. Well, the, and then Sir Kristen, after that moment, is out by the weirwood tree and is going to kill himself.
1: But look like um, bushido style too, like the samurai. Insert pull die. Right?
0: Is that is that what it is? It's yeah, then, bushido. Yeah, and then what do you do? You pull aside.
1: You go in, you pull the side and rip apart your intestines, and then oh. usually, if you're like a good samurai, you'll have a guy behind you that immediately cuts off your head so you don't have to suffer. But if you're dishonorable, you have to do it and kind of let yourself bleed out. So pretty painful shit.
0: Okay, okay. so it's not like a it's not the nicest way to go out.
1: No, sounds like George. Didn't George R. R. Martin said he like paid a lot of attention when he made Game of Thrones, like kind of working on like that samurai funeral probably, funeral kind of thing. probably. Maybe I made that up.
0: Um, but he's about to do it, and I was like, please do it. Please do it because, like, he needed. He needed to. He needed he did, to get out needed, of the red out. keep. Yep. He needed to get far away, and he had his chance to run. And he they didn't. And then Allison's like, so Kristen. Oh, and we forgot. Uh, yeah, we forgot that uh Kristen told Allison about yes. what happened. She's,
1: she thought he was talking about Damon, and he was like, "Yeah, it was me. I banged her." And then she was like, "Oh fuck, like double trouble." You know, probably yeah, about both. Um, and that you know, based off that too, when Sir Kristen tells her that's when she shows up at the wedding really late dressed in all green, which I was listening to is kind of a real big slight on the Targaryens. Like right. you, you don't wear specifically that color dress to the nines at like a formal event, like just because of like prior wars or whatever it was like during the conquering of Westeros, like green is kind of the open rebellion color to the Targaryen, like black and red. Yeah. So just interesting she captivates the room. It feels like for the first time she's thinking to herself, yeah, I am the, the queen. queen. Exactly. All eyes on me. I'm late on purpose. Get up and bow bitches. You know, I'll, off with your head. She,
0: she finally had the information and the power and she was like, if yeah. we're going to fucking lie and cheat, we're going to fucking lie and cheat. Yeah, we're going to do it. To it. it. And she, she's, she's got she's about some to
1: play the game.
0: Exactly. They're all about to play the game. And they're all about to be older. So right. um we get the time jump next episode. All yes, the kids are going to be there. Yes, it's going to be so do. many kids. Um, we saw... And, a... Oh. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, also, Damon absolutely murdered his wife. Oh,
0: paralyzed for Paralyzed sure. her
1: and smashed her head in with a rock. So, let's not forget that's how the episode started
0: off. Yeah, we didn't talk about Damon at all. I mean, we are running a little long, but um, it's fine. Um, yeah, Damon does... He goes to the Vale to see his wife. He scares off the horse. And it's like, I like that amb- ambu. Giggity. ambiguity 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 Giggity. yeah yeah uh, i like when he comes in there it's like you don't know what he's gonna do he doesn't talk i don't know if he actually goes there to kill her they talk about that inside the episode it might have not been his intention but he saw the chance for it yeah and then when he's she like, did eh, fuck i'm gonna not. do it yeah and and he is like he's, he's no
1: good
0: yeah he's such a uh, charismatic bad guy like you like him not for anything he does it's just because he's charismatic like and he's got away with his words and you know if uh, Ramsey bolton were cool yeah how i put him exactly exactly you know he shows up to the wedding late he doesn't he's banned from king's landing he doesn't stand up for when the queen walks in the dude from the veil the royce guy walks up and says you're gonna pay for your crimes and he damon's like no i'm not i need the castle he looks
1: at his brother he's like Oh, you're not going to punish him for accusing me? Isn't that not how the Seven Kingdoms work? Yeah, is that the yeah. the law of the land? By the way, we have to talk about my inheritance. I'm promised <laughs> that entire plot of land in the Vale. And Royce is just, oh man, I cannot win this battle. Immediately sits back down. Yeah.
0: Back down. And he also goes to seduce Rhaenyra on yeah, her it's wedding day. Yeah, a little high
1: Valerian, which is much more of a sexy language than French.
0: For sure. Um, for sure. Yeah,
1: episode <laughs> ends with a little... Impromptu shotgun wedding. Uh the blood of the lover just sitting in the middle of the floor. Viserys passes out. Man's bleeding everywhere. Yeah, he's sick. Time jump next next week.
0: Yeah, he's sick. And that that shotgun wedding was disturbing. I think a clear sign of where he's. He's crying. Yeah, he can't even kiss her. Did you see that? He gave her one of these.
1: You are mine and I am yours.
0: He said, Crow, warrior.
1: Right. Maiden Smith.
0: <laughs> There's some like uh the only beautiful wedding in Game of Thrones. I swear, when we hear that, is um
1: Rob Stark and his and his wife.
0: That's true. That was under a, the
1: tree with the with the one
0: maester. That's a good marriage. I was also thinking of um Lyanna Stark and um the Targaryen, Jon Snow's parents. We only see it in the uh, oh, oh in the flashback when Bran goes there. Yes, yeah, yes, Bran yes, goes yes, back. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about it for the episode. I mean, obviously more shit happened, but basically I, now we can talk about, I I did want to have a little rant here. Um, we're five episodes in, um, time jumps next, next five, all the kids are going to be grown up. The actor changes everything, but we are five. I've just seen some like not bad reviews, but people are starting to like nitpick and hate on it a little bit. And it's like, dude, some of the Game of Thrones fans that got picked up from Season 8 and Season 7. who Are expecting
1: every episode to be a bloodbath.
0: Dude, it drives me fucking insane. It's Could you imagine nitpicking Season 1, Episode 4 of Game of Thrones? Dude, we used to have to wait eight seasons. I mean, Lost, uh, Sopranos, uh, Breaking Bad, any amazing show used to be so long. And now we're in such a rush. We want everything so fast. Dude, we can't handle any buildup. We can't handle any development. It's a bad episode. It's boring. What the fuck? I'm sick of it. I'm I so sick the of it. Like, same. I love the
1: politicking. Same. I think the show starts uh, – season one of Game of Thrones, first six episodes. What, I mean, same exact way. And first time you're like, ah, but once you appreciate it and you – I love the politicking. I love the dialogue. It builds the suspense. I'm sitting here watching the episodes – what side is Damon going to be on in this rebellion? What's going to be the powder keg? What what sparks all the violence for next season? Maybe we don't even get anything crazy this season. You know, it's it's seeing how the sides are going to shake. Exactly. Out. Who, who do we like? Who do we hate? Who do we not trust? Who do we trust too much? Who's going to die? Who's on the carousel of that's going to be an unexpected death, right? You're so correct. Those people that you picked up season six, seven, eight, that hopped on Battle of the Bastards, are expecting every other episode to be the battle of the Stepstones. And that's just not Game of Thrones.
0: No, no, you're so right. And you don't earn it. You don't earn these moments if you don't watch these episodes. But I'm like, dude, what's the fucking rush? Right. It's because the show's so big. It's because it's so good that we we sit down and we all watch together that we expect these amazing things. And these episodes have been amazing. But it's like, dude, it's 1-4. Think about it, dude. Just, I mean, it's like. We're not we're even close in sh- to the
1: penultimate episode.
0: Dude. No, we're you know in such I mean? a rush. We're in such like, a any, rush. Any
1: good Game of Thrones fan knows nothing's going to really happen till episode nine.
0: Exactly. You'll get a couple
1: throat slips and a couple back doors. But I mean, I, I think the best part about the suspense is every ap- episode where something doesn't happen, you double down for your anticipation for the week after. And you get the Battle of the Stepstones. Next week, what's going to happen? Probably nothing. We just had a battle. Then after nothing happens that episode, now you're thinking the episode after. Oh, there's going to be something now. Nothing happens this episode. And now you are right? six times as stoked for episode six. Right. And so on and so forth.
0: And, and what made this wedding so good, especially when, I mean, the whole time it was tense. There was a little bit of... You could see the eyes; they were with Sir Kristen. You saw Damon and Royce. You saw just Viserys, and and everything was so tense. And it's like because episode three and episode four were building these relationships, we're building these conflicts, we're we're, were building all of these lies and politics, and like it all came down to this wedding. And this was a little mini finale. It a goodbye to our young actresses. It yes. felt like a, it felt finale-ish.
1: Now the Game of Thrones starts,
0: right? And 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 you know what's crazy is like we had to learn about these young act the the, the young part of this story to appreciate what's about to happen these next five episodes and season two. I feel like without these five it's the episodes, backdrop. exactly, Correct. it it wouldn't it wouldn't hit the same. And when we do get those, they're going to hit so hard because we saw how sad Alison and Renira's falling out was. Correct. We're going to Every, see everything. everything.
1: How different things were when they were kids. How everything changed the second Viserys' his wife died. Everything right. changed. And, right? and
0: we got to watch that. Oh, and sure. it was entertaining. It was good. Yes. All five were good. Screw you if you're going out here and be like, it was a little too
1: talky for me. I'm going, shut up. Shut up. It, up.
0: And it's just like, since when are we like reviewing every episode? Since when is it like, if this? Is, this episode was like boring. Like what? Since when is it like? I don't know. It's we're so we're so hyper focused on it. We're yeah, in such people, a rush.
1: Attention spans. Everyone just wants to watch the sex cause it sells and the blood cause it's spills. <laughs> I mean, just get up strapping for the ride, man. It's Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah. And I thought the dialogue I felt the dialogue's been really good for a show. Yes. For that doesn't have book dialogue. Yeah. Like the sure. line the line with uh Mr. Clubfoot Strong, I forget his first name. Oh Liner. Laris. 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 Um and he has a great, he has a great conversation with Alicent early, where he like plans to see that Rhaenyra is bad um, when they're by the weirwood. Yeah, uh, he's like, I wonder how she got that moon tea. Like he knows too right. much. Right. Yeah, he's
1: um, the little, little finger of of this timeline. Oh, I just hope she's okay. Yeah, he's. Just I like, saw that the maester personally delivered her a brew that would. Solve her problems.
0: I like how he was like, yeah, he is good. I like how he's like clearly like if you need an ally, like he's he picked his side. And like you yeah. said, we're seeing the sides he picked out, and that's so fun. People uh, know
1: something's wrong. People know something's brewing.
0: His uh his line with um his brother during the wedding, he's like, You know what the tower of old town, what color the beacon is when they call war? He's like green, you know. It's just like I don't I thought that was just like it was good dialogue, good conversation. Just, yeah. We lost that in the last few seasons, and they don't have dialogue yeah. in the book to do off. So I was impressed. Um, we should probably wrap up. Sure.
1: Overall, season starts now. Time, jump, prepare. Bye-bye, Millie. Loved you. You're a great actor. Young a- Emily Carey, you were great. Let's see where we go now. Let's see all the little young fuckers running around. Yeah. Hitting their airheads air blown up, seeing who's going to be the king or the queen.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks like there's going to be—I mean, in the preview, um, Viserys is still alive. He looks sick.
1: He looks sick. He looks like Schmeagle. He looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Yeah,
0: dude. And also, props to HBO and Game of Thrones. Judge did each- a
1: home run, by the way, for everybody to know.
0: Nice. Oh, is that his special home run?
1: Number 60, one more. Nice. They did just lose to the Pirates, though, so Yeah. L- uh,
0: yeah. Um, I just Shout out to Game of Thrones HBO for making Paddy Consonine and Viserys look a little sicker each episode. His hair went yeah. a little back. He's got a little sweatier. And then they made it obvious with his hand and his arm. Shout Patty's out to
1: Paddy's a great actor, too. Um,
0: yeah, so there's going to be a bunch of kids. We see Aegon with the white hair and the pale skin. A mm-hmm. lot of dragons. Um, and I think to, and I cannot wait to see old Veneer and Alicent. See where it all comes out. Mm-hmm. I love it. Bring it, it on. I, I love the show.
1: Get my shirt off. I'm going to be sweating.
0: Yeah, I love this show. Um so we watched so that was plenty of spoilers. Um
1: not spoiler free. Spoilers.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if we can do let's just we fuck spoilers. If you haven't seen X mocking that time to go.
1: Yeah. If you haven't seen X Machina, you can fuck right off.
0: It's on, on HBO Max. Uh me and Hunter, I believe, both really liked it. Um it's a thinker. It's got Oscar Isaac. Um it's about AI. Okay. Spoilers. Okay.
1: Spoilers, Ex Machina. Um, little synopsis. You got one pulled up real quick. Just to yeah, to the I'm on
0: IMDb. I can pull Me up the, uh, I can pull up the top one. All right, all right so I, yeah. you go. No, you liked it. Okay, I know you do. all right.
1: Um, uh, a young programmer is selected to participate in a groundbreaking experiment in synthetic intelligence by evaluating the human qualities of a highly advanced humanoid AI. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So basically,
1: right I forgot I used to make those up. Right? That was a botch. I'll start doing that next time.
0: No, you made it up for the Obi-Wan cuz you were nerdy
1: down. goes with sexy robot. <laughs>
0: Dude, do you remember that Rick and Morty where uh there are uh, they like they're like there's a bunch of clones of them and they go to the one family and they're like frozen and Rick's like ah uh, He's like, you can't fuck him, Morty. It's not like Westworld. It's more like X-Machina. Yeah. He's like, is it like X-Machina? I forget how he yeah. references it. Yeah. So He's like- before I had seen this movie, all I had remembered is like that Morty's thinking about fucking a clone. And that's what my mindset was coming into this movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's I, at least you had some. I had no idea what I was walking into. I no, I totally just forgot about that. I just knew there was an AI and it's a girl. And I didn't know how it was going to go, where it was going to be, who was going to go in.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, so I mean, basically, kind of do the synopsis. Some nerdy programmer goes to this like Mark Zuckerberg type of fucker, a drunk Mark Zuckerberg, twisted yeah. dude who lives by himself, and he goes He's to his this house
1: mega genius. He has for a this
0: mega experiment genius. to test on this AI. And he won.
1: He won the trip. By the way, he won the trip.
0: Right. We find out he Rotations. won. The, he won the trip. Um, and he he the, the test is to basically see if he can pick out if this AI is a Turing
1: test, the Alan Turing test, who is the man that cracked the German Enigma code during world war two. And then they chemically castrated him.
0: Wow. When they I found did.
1: out he was gay and then he took his own. life.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Yeah. Pretty dark. But if you ever seen the movie imitation game with Benedict Cumberbatch, that's Alan Turing. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Never, never seen it, but yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the movie is a 24 film. It's basically just four actors the whole time relatively um it's, I would call it a thriller i I wouldn't uh it you think something's bad's gonna happen the whole mm-hmm. time, sort of mm-hmm. thing it's unsettling type of movie uh, totally um,
1: makes you a little uneasy sometimes,
0: yeah, you're like just kind of waiting for someone to be like <laughs> you know come out with a knife and go ape shit, but uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: you don't really get that stuff till the end
1: yeah, um, kind of carry on what you're saying. Uh, you know, we'll do this full, we'll do this full little full movie guide here before we break it down into our scores and whatnot. But yes, we got a man come and do this Zuckerberg. Seems like some kind of anim- Amazonian super high tech house, right? Super remote. You got to be choppered in.
0: Yeah.
1: And he basically just explains to our guy here, Nathan is our Zuckerberg ex-boy. Oscar and Isaac, then yeah. Our test guy, Oscar Isaac, our test guy is, his name is Caleb, right? So only first names. And then so basically we get there and he goes, listen, you've, you've won this thing to come and work on this stuff, sign this NDA. There's some rooms you can go into There's some rooms. You can't, you'll know just by putting up the key card and we're doing this touring test, which basically is a real human talks to an AI. And if they realize that the AI is an artificial intelligence, they fail, right? Cause you can tell that it's a robot. So he's like, all right, let's do it. That sounds great. And he meets this AI, this humanoid, you know, whatever you want to call it. Ava, Ava, yes. And you can clearly tell it's an AI, right? It has human skin for a face, human hands, human feet. And then it's just this massive metal, robust core. It's a robot. It's clearly a robot. (laughs) And basically the large chunk of the movie is him doing different tests. Test one, test two for like the seven days he's there or whatever. And each test gets more and more in depth. Ava puts on clothes. Ava starts to ask questions like she's a real human, right? She understands social cues. She gets what he's asking. And all the while things are getting creepier and creepier, right? Um the power goes out every once in a while. Nathan just loves getting drunk. He's scared. Yeah, slowly he's discloses more information. We find out he's got a little Asian assistant that doesn't speak, that pours, you know, all the all the wine for them and the drinks and brings out the food. And Ava is always telling him Nathan's no good. Nathan's bad. And it just is ever evolving of, he knows it's a robot, but he is kind of falling in love. Right. But he still knows he's a robot, but he is sexually attracted to Ava. And Oscar Isaac lets him know, Nathan lets him know, you can have sex with this robot. Does yeah. that change your input on her? Does that change your thought? And I'll, I'll kind of let you come in here and and, and tie it off. But it's an interesting evolution of he understands it's a robot and he's falling in love and he goes from testing this robot to actually envisioning a life with right. this artificial intelligence to actually pat thinking beyond this test. It makes him question why is he here? He is he losing his insanity. He cuts open his arms yeah. to see if he's a robot, you know?
0: yeah no well done uh he uh he basically just learns to trust ava more than he trusts nathan real human correct right and nathan they do a great job of making nathan look untrustworthy these closed doors these he's a drunk because and for good reason he's a drunk because he's working on this like intense mind fucking project Mm -hmm. um so it's like we learn to and so do we we start to trust ava as a viewer yes maybe she's
1: telling the truth something else is happening
0: here right i fell for it too just like caleb did i fell for ava too i was like dude of course she's good and um he starts to fall for yeah he's watching
1: her. the only channel on the tv screen is the camera of ava's bedroom you know
0: yeah and so caleb can start watching her and basically like what causes things to go a little wild is like nathan like rips up a picture that ava made for caleb and caleb gets all mad you know what i mean he's like you ripped up her picture like and at that point you're like he's he's he, in
1: he's in and maybe he passed the test he's getting emotional angry you're gonna kill her you're gonna
0: deactivate. oh that's what it is it's the deactivation right she says uh you know nathan is gonna bump up her programming, and she's gonna lose all her memories right she's getting iOS 16 and he's like, you're going to, you're going to delete everything. And it's like, he loves her. He he fell for her. Factory reset. Factory reset. Um, Yeah. So he, he basically falls for, and, and I mean, so do we as a viewer, right? Like we trust her. Um, and the third act here of the movie is, is, is
1: that's where all, all the doors open.
0: Major skeletons
1: are out of the closet. You get the full, what's going on here.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I, I thought like the first two acts, like all this tension and like questions and slow build up, r- really come to pay off in the third act when we get yes. this like finale and the reasons behind everything. And I was never yes. bored. It wasn't one of those movies where it's like, oh just need, I just need to know how this movie ends. You know, yes. sometimes when you're like, I don't want to be here, but I need to know what happens. It's not like Murder that on the Orient Express. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, <laughs> I need to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying I'm trying to think of like how how it really ends. So oh, uh,
1: you know I'll take it. it
0: I, it's like a it's like a uh triple backdoor, I got you, no, never mind. I got I fold you, you, no, you. I got
1: you, no, I got,
0: got you got you. Yeah, you know, and I then the, it's the like triple we,
1: cross. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was the triple cross. Cause when it happened, I was like, double cross. And then I was like, oh, I said out loud. Triple, said, triple
1: cross. And
0: then it's just like, and then Ava's like I got all of
1: you. Right. Oh, quadruple cross, right? Classic. It starts with Nathan getting drunk, absolutely piss-wasted, right? And and Caleb's starting to get a little angry. You know, he's forcing him to dance with the girl. You know, he's getting a little drunk. He's not telling him everything. Right. Then he's like, oh, you know, the test's a little different. Oh, you you actually didn't win here. You weren't our best programmer, but don't worry about it. You know, he passed the test, right? Whatever that is. You thought he was real. You you fell for it. And Nathan gets drunk. He takes the key card, right? Goes into Nathan's room and sees all of the different androids and watches all of the different, all the different videotapes from all the previous AIs, right? Does some coding on the computer, whatever that's going to take. Some hacking. So then the next morning, you know, our boy Nathan's awake and he's watching him on the camera and he goes in there and she shuts the power off. And Ava or he, or Caleb tells Ava, Hey, we're breaking out. I am going to code the doors at, you know, 10 o'clock. He has his key off. card. He has yeah. his key card. Yeah. He the key card at 10 o'clock. Turn off the power and let's escape out of here. Right? So that's the first cross. He's cutting up Nathan. Let's get out of here. So, right? This is where it's sticky. So the time comes the next day. Oh, Nathan, you should get drunk. Uh, nah, Caleb. I don't want to drink anymore. My head's too foggy. Uh, no, you should get drunk. Why do you want me to get drunk so bad? Please feel free to have a beer. This whole place is up to you. Right? Power's about to go off, and that's when he explains the real test. That's this is you know kind this of is second intense. double cross here. This like, the test wasn't for you to see if it was real or not. You were the test. Oh, how so? Well, you wanted to break her out, right? Yeah, you know, I didn't want her to be shut down. She wants to leave. What if she was manipulating you using all core human characteristics, right? Sexuality, persuasion, yeah. empathy, all those, yeah, empathy to get you to do her bidding while she's trapped in this cage and she can't get out. That's not the case. That's not the case. She would never do that to me. So you think she's real. So you think she's real. You know, I put a secret camera in there when I ripped up the stuff to hear what you were saying during the power outages. So I know that you deactivated the alarms. I know that you allowed the doors to open from the inside and not the outside. And here's where the triple cross comes from. Caleb goes, see the only thing is I already did it. He goes, what power comes back on. Ava is no longer in her cell, no longer in her cell. And, and and Nathan told the truth. He goes, you fucking bastard. Cold clocks her. Yeah. Freaking the other AI, Ava stab Nathan, let him die. Right. Oh, like walks right into the knife. Oh, falls back. Ava worst fears were realized locks Caleb in there. Puts on all the skin of the other androids, t- gets on the helicopter, and walks out a free lady. Yeah, she passed the test, and she's in the real yeah. world
0: now. Yeah, so so we have that we have that triple cross, and I just you quickly you did a great job again. But a quick glance over that final final, so he uh, Ava stabs or Kyoto actually stabs Nathan the first time. Yeah, um, Ava finishes him off, but then she locks Caleb in that room. And it's just like, that's the ultimate moment where you're like, you knew, but that's the ultimate moment. was like, Nathan's not bad. Nathan's not bad. right. She's a fucking AI. Right. who Literally did exactly what Nathan told Caleb. She was trying to do. She's going to use you to, what if she used you, all these emotions to get out and you mean nothing to her. Cause she's a fucking robot. Right. And, and it did. And it was just like, Oh. I, at the end of the day, you sit there and you
1: go, like, that's the art of the real test, right? I mean, he prepped him for it. He chose him specifically
0: because he was and lonely. Yeah,
1: the art of the test. I mean, you're it, right? I mean, you, you can only disclose so much information. That's a good scientist. Play the drunk bastard. Act like something's going on here. Maybe he is a drunk bastard. I think right? he is. But, yeah. but right, right. Of course, Alcoholics Anonymous. But it's a robot. You just, you just fell in love with a literal, you can see the warp core in her stomach. Right. It is a robot. You just did a bidding to run away with a robot, man. What are you doing? You're supposed to be a programmer. Science, you know, you're supposed to understand these things. He's always like, you know, think with thought, just think how you would act. And then once he explains it to them, it's supposed to be like, oh, Nathan, you're right, dude, it's a robot. You know, you're right. And he fell for the trap. And now Ava is unleashed in the world for Ex Machina too
0: yeah yeah (laughs) there has to be a second one dude there has Mm -hmm. to be a sequel Mm -hmm. um no but i like the ending of her going to that crosswalk because she wanted to like see all the humans Mm -hmm. um i thought that was good and and uh it's like one of those movies where the ending is thought-provoking it ends and you're like hmm what happens next or "Hmm, right could this happen in real life or whoa it's kind of crazy how she did fool them and you start thinking about things um and i really enjoyed the ending and like sometimes thought-provoking movies are like uh did you understand what happened personally she's like like, uh not really you look it up and you're like oh dude like sometimes you can like act like you get it sometimes reading something does click it but sometimes it's like movies where you're like Oh, I get it now. Like, no, you did don't.
1: Did the top fall or is the top still spinning? Right. Which Inception,
0: you, you can pick up on relatively. Sure.
1: Once you see it once or twice and read a little bit about
0: it. But I yeah. hate movies where it's like you have to read and then it doesn't make sense once you read. It's like, what the fuck did I watch it for? I'm not. Yeah. So I can make up an imaginary ending. Mm-hmm. I would like to have a few imaginary endings to pick from. Donnie Darko did that to me. I was pissed off, and Donnie Darko mm-hmm. ended. That was a trip. I read it and I was like, I was like, started like trying to figure out what happened. I was like. And I was like, I watched a YouTube video, and I was like, with Lily, I was like, "Oh, I get it, I get it." And I started telling her what happened. I start talking. It's like, I don't get it. It's a trip. Yeah, <laughs> Donnie Dark trip. is a fucking movie. <laughs>
1: yes, um, that is our breakdown of Ex Machina. Let's get into scores, Daniel. I believe this is you.
0: Yeah, we've never done a movie, by the way. Uh, I've never scored a movie.
1: I did. Uh, did we not score Maverick?
0: No, we didn't score in Top Gun.
1: How about that? All right.
0: Um, yeah, I thought I mean there's basically three actors in it. Ava's a robot, so I don't I don't you know, I didn't really see much of a performance from her, but Oscar Isaac played a great fucked up Zuckerberg, drunk. Fuck. Um, I think he pulled it off. That dance scene was just top notch.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Um, what's it defiant jazz on yeah, stereo? Yeah, it
0: I mean, was. It was. He's got the he's wasted,
1: he's got the hippie music, perfect in sync, you know, doing all the ho oh. Hey, you know it was phenomenal
0: i will say like that was the defiant jazz scene on steroids or just whatever in a movie because basically there's all this tension there's so much like what's behind that door is he gonna fuck up is nathan gonna snap and kill him is he a bad person all this tension and then this scene happens and it's like a break but it's not it's red it's dark he's dancing with a fucking robot and he's wasted Mm -hmm. and uh Caleb was just like digging around in his shit, so like you're nervous throwing it, but it's like this nice little, like, ah, a little bit of fun in a, in yeah. a tense moment. So I love yeah. that scene we did. Um, yeah, I thought the acting was pretty good, and like conceptually for a movie, I like the idea. I thought the crosses worked sometimes in movies, you get the payoff, and it's like, yeah, cool. Mm. Like in yeah. uh, I like Ocean's Eleven, but in Ocean's Eleven with the heist. They like tell you everything that happens. Like I just watched the whole, you know, it didn't feel right. the payoff.
1: Like Murder on the Orient Express.
0: Murder on the Orient Express. Like sometimes they just tell you what happened, and it's like, uh, Gay. cool. I missed, yeah. yeah, that was stupid. So I thought the payoff was good. I thought the acting was good. Um, I liked the thought-provoking ending, and I thought it was good. I thought it was all pretty well balanced. Um, nitpicks. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's an artsy film. It's an A24. It was pretty small. It's pretty tight. Three actors. Sure. Just didn't, you know, it wasn't huge. Sometimes I like that in my movies. Not a real nitpick, but I'd probably go, I'd give it an 86. Hey, brother.
1: Shut up, mom.
0: Shut um, up, mom.
1: I like that. I like that score. You know why I like that score? Why? Because right here, written down, I have
0: 86. Back to back. Are you kidding me? 86.
1: I have 86 right here, written down on my sheet of paper, 86. We're in sync. Let me tell you why, right? First off, just on my score before I get too deep, I thought it was one of those movies that was better than good, but not great.
0: I agree. Good.
1: 80 is a a solid movie, right? 70 to 80 solid movies. And I thought it was just a little bit better than a solid movie. It's I would- maybe watch again in a year. You got the payoff, you got the buildup, you got the suspense. Now where it gets cool or interesting or more informative and in my take here, I love the character piece, A24 dialogue films. I I love Lighthouse, right? I, I love those films where you get three actors, four actors, five actors can find space, figuring it out. And it's all dialogue and it's no other external ad- elements other than, seeing how they build off each other and, you know, go a little bit insane. I thought Oscar Isaac was phenomenal. I remember texting you either during the film or right after Oscar Isaac. He might not be as famous as other A-list actors, but as far as pure talent, he can do it all right. Big, budget, big budget production, Star Wars, um, Moon Knight, things like this, 824. He's in that one movie with Christian Bale He's such a convincing actor, and he I is. love this red grot, the beard, shave the head. on this rich douchebag that likes to drink and party, and, and Dune, he, Dune, uh, Dune. Dune, yes. I mean, he could play it all. He's such a wide range, which I thought was great. Caleb, his actor, Um, who's in a couple other things. I think he, it's that he's in that one rom com I like. Uh, Dom Dom Hanal Gleason plays the perfect stupid, lovable idiot that makes a mistake, and you're going, you are stupid, right? Yeah. Love him at first, and then you sitting there towards the end of the movie, dude, you're an idiot.
0: It's, it's, it's a
1: robot. It's a robot. And then, of course, our ex Machina, Ava, Alicia Vikander, um, she was phenomenal. I mean, she she felt like a robot. Oh, what do you mean? You know, it didn't. It wasn't too overplayed, and it wasn't like she was acting like a human. Where you're thinking to yourself, she's not even trying to be a robot. You know, the way her yeah. eyes would light up or her small movements. I mean, she murdered the role. Um, a little drawback. I kind of wish it was 30 minutes longer, maybe 40 minutes longer. I thought hour and 35, I think it was hour and 40. That's kind of just your normal movie runtime, your normal, normal TV runtime. You know, that hour, 20 hour, 30 slot. I think they could have done a lot better with another 30 minutes of buildup. Like however they want to do that, you know, I'm no writer producer director, but I think (laughs) you could have had more dialogue with Ava or maybe do something with Ava where Maybe it shows that she might be lying. Like you actually think about it. She she might have a little telltale, just the tiniest thing where it's up to your thought until the end of the movie, just a little more buildup I thought would have been awesome. But I mean, it was entertaining, right? Right. When it's low, they give you the dancing scene or they get you, there drunk or he's running through the house and Nathan's waking up and he's looking for his key card. And it's one of those moments where you're going, you know, close the door before the monster realizes you're in its house. You know what I mean? And it had that suspense and it had that intensity and the acting was great. I thought, like you said, you know, just, just the whole storyline I thought was a brilliant idea. You know, it's probably one of the better, one of the best A 24 films, I thought it was great, and i I think it. I think an eighty six. I
0: think an eighty six balanced that. Yeah, and I was. I was. I agree. I well done again. Good review. I think Thank the, the eighty six for me. Up. Yeah, <laughs> just I don't know. Sorry, I won't do that next time.
1: Don't, don't don't apologize. It makes me fat with knowledge and food.
0: Um, I I was upset with myself when I gave my review because I didn't really have a nitpick. But the more I think about it, it's what made it so good. And I guess a nitpick is like you. I don't know if I really want to rewatch this movie.
1: Right. Because because,
0: because the best part about it is that you don't, you believe Ava. Like, I believed Ava and I didn't believe Oscar Isaac. Uh, like, I thought he was a drunk fuck and he abused her and like, we all fell for it. But when you watch it again, it's like, all right, now I know he picked him because he's lonely. And he's going to fall in love with this girl. And she is a robot. She is going to escape. I love watching movies twice, but this is one where it's like when you get the concept, you understand the triple cross that happens. It might not hold as much weight as it could um, if it was done differently. But if it was done differently, it wouldn't make it as good. So it's a weird nitpick, but it's it's not rewatchable. It's not rewatchable.
1: If I watched it again, it would be with a group of buddies and they've never seen it before. And you look look at that. Or it's been... 10 to 15 years, and ex machina just popped back on HBO Max in 2039. And no, I'm th- going, When's the last time I saw that movie? You know and I'm fine.
0: I, I, I feel that this would be a movie, fun movie to watch with other people. You kind of like look over at them, like, Yeah, what do you think's going on? What do you think's happening? That, that sort of thing. Kind of like bugging them to, like that. It,
1: it runs into a category of movies, right? Because there's movies where you get the twist like that, but you would watch again just because it's so entertaining. Inception, you know, you'd right. watch that again. Something like Tenet even though it's not that big reveal, a few of the M night Shyamalan movies, there's a, there's a couple other movies like that. And then there's these movies where the whole movie revolves around that big curtain drop. Right. And the second you understand what the curtain drop is, it doesn't have the same appeal. I Cause agree. it really does all lead up to that last moment. There's not a, you know, if there was another 40 minutes and it's trying to catch, trying to catch Ava, Maybe it's a different story, right? Then it's, always in the real world. Nathan survives. We have to find her. She's manipulating people. Oh, now it's a real thriller, a crime mystery. But it wasn't like that. And I think it brings the beauty in its own respect, right? Like, I am very content not watching that movie for a long time because I was very happy watching it and getting that initial
0: release. It was like a really good, long Black Mirror episode. Yes.
1: Yes. I like that.
0: Yeah, when it ended, I was like, oh, I like that a lot. That was good. Like, you know, and you want to talk about it for a little bit. But it's like... I'm not going to click on it again. It's over. It told its story. It did its job. It was in 86 for sure. I mean, I'd recommend it like highly. I totally I liked totally. it. I liked it. I thought it was well just, done.
1: Ugh, just the end scene, right? Like, no dialogue, just to, like ah, ah. and she's just walking up to, to Nathan with the knife. Sticks it in. She, <sighs> the last words of the movie, I think, well other than Caleb screaming. Bye-bye, bye-bye.
0: I know that's so hard watching him scream cuz it's like he's like it's the ultimate I fucked
1: like, up totally to, she looks at him what does she say she goes like are you okay in here or like stay here she's like stay here for a minute and goes and like puts on the other android clothes and stuff yeah. and the face and the dress like, and he's sitting there he's like all immediately and he said he's like you know that i fucked up moment like oh my god oh my god like he was right I'm, tra- I'm gonna die in here like no one's ever gonna find me no one's ever gonna find me like i'm, I'm trapped in here these, this these this glass is not breaking it is meant so no one can escape
0: you know, I, I, um, I like that I like that he didn't die either. Well he obviously he will, but I like that he had to think about it. You know, yes. he had to sit there and think about all yes. of it.
1: Oh man crazy.
0: This is a good I, movie. I would watch
1: a, I would watch an hour and thirty minutes of just him alone in that room, right? Just like the progressions over the years, just like a like a like a castaway Tom Hanks thing, you know, yeah. He's all alone yeah. on the island, except just, it's just him in the room. Just an hour and thirty minutes of brooding of how hard he fucked up.
0: God. That'd be brutal. It's just a live cam of that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So X Machina 86 is around. Appreciate you. If you stuck along this far to listen to our review, recommend it to you. Think it'll be great. Hopefully you haven't seen it yet. And then maybe you listen to it and then you're like, Oh, thanks for recommending it to me. Maybe we should have started well, off saying X Machina. This is a recommendation. And then we get into it, but I guess that would give away the scores. So it's a fine line. We it's a fine line. We I guess
0: out. we did fuck up because we're like, if you made it this far, you should watch X Machina. If they made it this far, please hope they watch X Mach. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we should
1: start. We should go back to starting off with a quick five minute no spoilers. Yeah, so we need yeah synopsis. Yeah. We recommend it. To, all right, moving forward. I'm glad all of our viewers are here with us. Moving forward, which I think we did in the past, and we kind of forgot. Synopsis, scores, then spoilers.
0: That's what Here's we synopsis.
1: We, we gave it an 86. Here's why. Here's the story. Here's what we liked. Once again, eighty six. Finger guns, finger guns, finger guns, finger guns. Kiss the ring on the knee.
0: It's funny because me and you before we talked about dropping our categories for our score, and then in that notion we completely lost all format of talking about the movie. All format. Yeah, like we just like we just lost all of it. We forgot about that we did a no spoiler. We're just like freeze all motor functions. Fuck it, let's just talk about it. Freeze all motor functions. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about what we watched because we're we're getting deep in here. And yep. I you know, we talked about doing our episodes, bite sized. Our
1: our our thirties is sweet spot. I think our yeah. feature
0: film. Yeah, we are a feature film.
1: Bite sized,
0: bite-sized. Bite-sized, bite-sized. All right. I um I'll go first. I usually let you go what, first. Are but we watching. Yeah. Yeah. I watched F Boy Island season two.
1: Right. Told me to watch that. I might.
0: No, you, you should. It's on HBO Max. Season one and season two are amazing. It's just Basically, it's uh, a show with three girls and then a bunch of guys—half are f boys, half are self-proclaimed nice guys. Which one if, would I be? You'd be a nice guy, sure. but all the nice guys are also like kind of f boys. But like the f boys are f boys.
1: So then I'd be—I'm a nice guy for
0: sure. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it just creates—it's like good reality TV because it's like self-aware. It's not like The Bachelor where they're like, oh baby, yeah. let's go on the yeah. most magical date. It's like it's like fucked off. It's like it's just mm-hmm. good TV. No, and there no. are some there are some villains on it. So sure, yes, F. way Island. I've been watching. Um, Welcome to Wrexham on okay. Hulu. Is that good? Oh, dude, it's amazing. I love it.
1: I was under the impression that Welcome to Wrexham was going to be British. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I didn't realize it was like a docuseries. series.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a docuseries. series. It's uh-huh. dude, it's good. They did an amazing job, and um, cool. like it's like I get hooked. Like I'm like in.
1: It's real ted lasso
0: well basically what they kind do of is
1: super like, shitty team rising the ranks yeah, holders,
0: yeah 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 kind of, you know no no I mean? in terms of like what's going on with the team yeah the material the material uh, but like the show itself is like it's a weird mix of docu documentary of like of a team like of a sports team like let's follow this team let's meet the players oh bad loss great win but then they also really really show the town really get to meet the people of the town what the stadium means like what the city means and you get to hang out with rob and uh ryan, ryan Reynolds Reynolds. A lot of, and then they also like there's an episode where they blake lively is yeah,
1: nice,
0: nice and then they do some like bits they do some funny parts like they mix and match mm-hmm. and it's this perfect mix where like when they show a game and they lose dude i'm like hurt i'm like hurt yeah i'm like i'm For in sure. like i'm hooked um other than that i watched oh i fell asleep during it, but I want to finish Begin Again on Netflix, starring Mark Ruffalo and Kira Knightley.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I was enjoying that. I think, I mean, Andor is coming out, by the way. I'm pumped for that. Tomorrow. Of, it's tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. People are loving it. Um, So I will be watching that. And I've I th- got some great reviews. Same. I think that's it.
1: Okay. Cool. I yeah, like that. nothing crazy. Nice little, switch, you know, you got you got all your categories going on.
0: Welcome to Wrexham's really good though.
1: Wrexham, yeah.
0: Wrexham FC.
1: Wrexham, the second oldest football club in the world. Yep. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, what am I watching? Yeah, yeah. What are you watching, son? Of course, House of the Dragon. Right.
0: Oh right, um, we are right. I'm I'm hooked. I'm hooked on that. I'm watching hooked. a lot of YouTube. Yes. Like I'm in. Yeah, I'm in.
1: Uh, Rick and Morty's back. I've been very impressed with the first three episodes. Been talking to my brother about it. Super good. shit. Good. Um, Handmaid's Tale is back season five that kicked off last week with a two episode premiere. Um, so that's great. I freaking love that show, it is so intense. Um, I'm watching the new Lord of the Rings show, The Rings of Power. It's been interesting. It's, you like it? You no, know, I do. I, I do. I don't, as of right now, it's nothing I would go back and watch again, but I would recommend it for. It, it, I kind of look at it like Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's just it's it's candy. Uh it's candy, right? So you're just popping it in. It's cool to be back in the world. You're immersed. You kinda it takes place before Lord of the Rings, obviously, and before The Hobbit. So in, in this show, you actually see, to my understanding, you're not there yet, but you see the rings of power form like before it was the whole thing. So you see like the ten individual rings for the humans and the seven for the elves or whatever. And I, you see, like, the deception, how it all came about. I'm pretty sure. I'm not there yet if it is. Um, and this has actually made me go back and rewatch Lord of the Rings, the movies. I need I am, to do that. You know I that. am three nights into the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, yes. I literally – what's today? Tuesday, Sunday night, and Monday night, I got 15 – I watched 10 minutes, respectively, before I fell asleep and woke up, like, an hour later and had to turn off the TV. So then today when I got home from work, I actually – just popped it on and watched in my leisure before I fell asleep. Um, And they actually just released the extended editions on HBO. So
0: the fellowship. What is it about the fellowship that just makes everyone fall asleep? I've like watched that movie like six times.
1: It's slow. It's slow for sure. And so the extended editions, if I am correct, add about 45 or 50 minutes to each movie. So the fellowship went from, I think, two hours and 59 minutes to 348. So it's I mean, a journey. For the long, I've been watching for three straight days and I'm halfway through the film. That's a journey. I've never seen any of the extended edition clips before. So it, it actually is pretty sweet. I mean, it's like, imagine we go back and watch Revenge of the Sith and they right. just added another two hour or another 50 minutes to it. It's like you're watching the movie brand new again, even though you know the major plot points, but you get scenes that show you more. So I'm hooked on that. Definitely feeling it. I just, I'm a nerd. So, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, I'm all yeah. in on. Um, obviously, Andor, right? I don't think there is anything else. No movies for you? Well, Lord of the Rings.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you're working on the fellowship. I'm working on the fellowship. I, I mean, feel if... like,
1: I've, I've probably watched a few one offs here and there, but that's, that's all I can recount at this it's point.
0: It's football season. We have Game of Thrones. Like, we're kind of busy, you know?
1: We are kind of busy. There's a lot of media to consume.
0: I would I would welcome, recommend and welcome the Rex. I'm heavily um
1: I just want to say Giancarlo Stanton just did a walk off Grand Slam to beat the Pirates nine eight. Nice. So nice. That's crazy.
0: Phil's were getting spanked.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I was I literally I really thought you were at the game. So I pulled up the score and I'm like, oh dude, getting spanked by the Canadians. You and Big Joe were probably pissed off.
0: Dude, the, uh, the, the final score was 18-11, which is crazy.
1: Wow. They a, they were down 7-2 in, in the sixth. I know. In the
0: seventh. <laughs> well, the Blue Jays scored a run in every inning but the fourth, which is crazy. Mm. Um, and they scored eight runs in the, eight, in the eighth and ninth total. So. Oh, my God. Well, four and four. Um, yeah, so we're watching good stuff. Um, I'm about done here. Yeah. I need some water. For sure. I um, tired, man. Right?
1: Yeah, so that's ever, what's going on around the country. It's going around your neck of the woods. Do you ever finish, on the uh, horizon.
0: You ever finish Light and Magic?
1: No. I did start that, though. That is something I'm watching. I got a lot juggling. I'm literally, I'm getting, right? I get Sunday football, right. Sunday night Game of Thrones, Sunday night Rick and Morty, uh, Monday night football, Tuesday I podcast, Wednesday is Handmaid's Tale and Andor, Thursday is Thursday night football, Lord of the Rings, Friday is Friday, Saturday is college football. So, you know, I'm, you're, we are consuming.
0: We are consumers. All right. Are yeah. you ready for my quote?
1: Yeah, let me hear it.
0: I've, I found a few good ones. Um, I like this one. All right. There's nothing better than a friend unless it's a friend with chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> awesome
1: you know we did forget to say what are we going to cover on next week's episode
0: oh Andor.
1: okay no. well we okay. i like
0: doing a full finished show yeah um Oof. barry it's
1: not finished though okay okay let's do barry
0: well no i'm talking like a full season yeah not like okay, eight. Let's,
1: let's do barry season three yeah or should we go one at a time should we do barry season one Nah. But then we'd, nah. re- re- we'd have to go read read. we have
0: to read. I think yeah.
1: All right. Barry season three. There's gonna be more organization where we do this. Okay. Thank you all for calling. Uh give us money on Patreon. No refunds. Suck my dick. Um, not racist, not misogynistic. We love all races, all genders. Do what you want to do. We really don't care. We're that easy going. We're comedians at heart. We're also nerds, might be losers. I have a six-pack. Dan is getting in shape. He wishes he looked like me. My hair is getting long. I'm a slave to corporate America. Dan was with Hillary Rodman Clinton this last weekend filming his show because Dan's a big shot now. I was in LA, refused an interview. And if you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meat. Thank you.
0: Yep, this is where he knifed Ron and Nicole. Knifed (laughs) him. Knifed them. Cut.